Hi, I'm Dominic Insinius, leader of The Heart. I want to welcome you to The Heart Podcast. Thank you for letting us be a small part in your journey of faith. I hope this message today encourages you and strengthens you. Big things can happen when we expect God to move, so I pray today that God would speak to you through this message. We are uh, in the middle of a message series here at The Heart called So To Speak. And what we're doing is we're taking a few weeks to dig into the power, the, uh, the way that our words can shape our world, the, the, the way that words in our life have so much power to create, to reveal. Last week we talked about how our words that we say reveal what's in our heart, right? It reveals what we're really thinking or what we're wanting to say. And sometimes if we're not careful, if we're not careful with our words, they can maybe show something that we didn't know that was in there or that we didn't want to uh, admit that we thought or admit that we, uh, that we thought about a certain situation or a certain relationship. So what I want to do today is I want to talk about how our words, your words that you're going to choose to say today, your words that you're going to choose to say about your faith, about your relationships, or about your day, or about the week that you're going to have. Uh, I think somebody told me, uh, at, uh, I can't remember who told me that, but they're called, is it Sunday, is it the Sunday Scaries? Is that, okay. So the Sunday Scaries, if you don't know, is towards the end of the day on a Sunday when all the dread of the following Monday and the week ahead of work, I don't mean to be giving it to you right now. <laughs> it's going to be the worst. No, that's what, that's what I'm talking about. That's what we're talking about today is on Sunday, sometimes we can kind of get overwhelmed of the week to come. And if we're not careful, the words that we say, the words that we speak about the week to come, the words that we speak about the following Monday, the words that we speak about the rest of our day today on Sunday, have the power to create the reality that we're in. They have the power to create the reality that we're in. I was thinking about this this week and have, uh, I had a few things that I thought of. So very early on when Corbin, our son Corbin, okay, if you, don't, if you haven't met him, he's about six and a half feet tall. He's not that tall. He's tall. He's taller than me, and, which maybe doesn't take much, I guess, right? Uh, and uh, since he was tiny, he's 20 now. Since he was tiny, he was like two or three, four years old. I would always tell him how good he was at math. I didn't know if he was good at math. It didn't really matter. I was just going to tell him all the time, you are so good at math. And now he's good at math. And I don't know, is he good at math because he was always going to be good at math? Or is he good at math because I would always tell him how good he was at math? Or maybe a combination of both. There's really no way of knowing. But it was important for me that he would hear me say that. Right? It's the same way we tell people that we love them. Maybe you've heard the old joke where there's a, there's a husband and wife, and the, and the wife says, you never tell me that you love me. And the husband said, I told you that I loved you when, on the day we got married. If anything changes, I'll let you know. Does anybody know someone like that? Don't raise your hand. The words that we say have the power to create the reality that we live in. It's that serious. It's that important. I want to give you an example. I'm going to read uh, out of the book of Genesis way in the beginning, in the beginning of the Bible. The very, we're going to look at Genesis chapter 1. This is before even us were walking around on earth. And I want you to listen to the way this story is told, okay? The way that this story, the author of this particular book, the book of Genesis, listen to the words that they use, 
It translated, right? We're not reading from the original Hebrew. Listen to the, the words that they use translated into how the earth and everything is created. Maybe you already see where this is going if you know anything about the beginning of the Bible. If you don't, it's okay. Watch this. We're going to read first Genesis, or sorry, Genesis chapter 1. It's the only Genesis, so I guess it's the first. Genesis chapter 1, verses 3 and 4. Watch this. Then God said, anybody know? Let there be light. And there was light. And God saw that the light was good. Then he separated the light from the darkness, called the light day and the darkness night. And just for fun, I'm going to keep reading. Just keep listening, okay? And evening passed and morning came, making the first day. Verse 6. Then God said, let there be a space between the waters to separate the waters of the heavens and the waters of the earth. I'm going to jump down to verse 9. Then God said, let the waters beneath the sky flow together into one place so dry, dry ground may appear. And that's what happened. And it goes on and on and on. Maybe you've seen movies. But what we see here, you see how it's told? God says something, and it is so. God says something, and it happens. God says, let there be light, and there is light. God says, let there be water, and there is water. So even from the very beginning of this book, the very beginning of the story of creation, before there was even us, all of the power of creation was in the words of the creator. Now, I'm not saying that you're God and I'm not saying that I got, I'm God, but we are made in the image of God. We have God within us. So this can be an example of how powerful words can be in our life. So maybe we, we can't create a world and go live on it, but we can and we do regularly create our reality by the words that we speak. The words that we choose to say. How do you talk about your week coming up? How do you talk about whatever event is coming up? It's even that simple. Let's say something's coming up Friday, and I invite you to this thing Friday. And, 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 and if you're anything, tell me if this is you. When we're making plans, you're like, oh, yes, absolutely. I would love to go to this thing with you. I'd love to go to this event. And the day of the event, you're like, I, I, I will cancel any event today. Is anybody like that? The day of the event, you're like, okay, I'm just going to cancel or wish you could. Okay. There's one in the back. But what, tell me, okay, so when I'm going to an event, this is sometimes what I'll do, is sometimes if I don't feel like going, I'll kind of psych myself up. I'm, you don't raise your hand if you do this, okay? So I kind of psych myself up, and I'll say, okay, this is going to be a good time. I'm going to have a good time. And when I get there, and I don't know if it's because I said it, but I'll have a good time. Or if I'm somewhere and I'm like, I am a very, very judgmental person. I don't mind admitting that to y'all since you can't talk back to me. I am a very judgmental person. I'm talking about if I go to a restaurant and the server comes and I, I am like in high judge mode when I meet a new person. You know what I mean? Like I'm judging what they look, even you today. No, not really. Uh, I'm judging, you know, what they're wearing and how they said something and, you know, um, did they make eye contact? I'm just, just judging. Oh, you know what I mean? Just a judgmental person. But then I'll decide, and I really will do this, I'll decide off a of first interaction if, <laughs> if I'm going to enjoy this person or not. But what if I had the power, using my words, to change 
what my perception was? What if I had the power to use my words, use your words, what if I had the power to change the reality that I was in, to change the way I perceived the situation and the good news, and maybe the dangerous news, is you can. You can change. Has anybody ever met somebody, or maybe you are this person where you say, I just have bad luck. Maybe you know somebody that says, like, I just have bad luck. I always have bad luck. I find that the people who say that they have bad luck don't have bad luck. They only remember the times when things didn't go their way. I was, uh, I was playing, uh, I don't know if this is okay, well, it doesn't matter. I was playing poker with this guy, and um, this whole time, he's just losing money to everyone. I don't know if you understand poker, but you, you can bet money, okay? So he's losing money the whole time, and the whole time he's telling himself, and he's telling us, he's talking out loud to the table, he's like, I am just not catching good cards. I, it's, I'm just getting bad luck, bad run of cards, and I'm watching him from my perspective, and like, I feel like, man, you are not you're not, you're not playing well. You're betting poorly. You're trying to get things that you shouldn't get. You're trying to chase things that you shouldn't chase. So, no, you're not, you don't have bad luck. Stop putting money in the middle. And you're, I'm, I promise your luck will change. <laughs> but in his mind, the story he's going to tell at his church on Sunday, or whatever he tells his stories, the story he's going to tell is, oh man, it was a tough day of poker. I was, I was such bad luck. If my luck would have been different, I probably would have won a bunch of money. If my luck would have been different, it would have gone better. And I'm just seeing, as I've been thinking about this for the last week or so, I've been just seeing these examples of when people say something. I'm like, man, you are, you, I can see it, only because it's fresh in my mind, right? But I can see it like, you, you're creating your reality. You're creating if it's going to go good for you or if it's going to go bad for you. It's the same way in our relationships. I mean, I, I, I'm human like anybody else. There's some days where I'm more irritable than others. There's some days when I'm much more patient than others. And it's amazing to me the different language that I use about the people in my life when I'm feeling patient, and it's amazing the different language I use about the people in my life when I am feeling irritable. But either way, it's the same friend, right? It's the same relationship. It's the same situation. You can have two or three different people go to a certain, be a part of a certain situation. They all have different perspectives. But what if you and I had the power to recreate our reality with the words that we chose to speak. So here's what I want you to be thinking about for the remaining time that we have together. Is what area in your life, is it your faith? Have you been speaking a certain way about your faith? Maybe you're stuck in your faith and you haven't been able to grow. Maybe you're looking for something new. Maybe you've been waiting for God to do something in your life. You've been, you've been waiting for that, for, that, for that newness in your life. What if, what if you started saying that out loud? I'm not talking about just in prayer, because we'll, we'll talk about prayer later in this series. I'm not talking about just in prayer, because there is a lot of power of taking what you're praying maybe inside your mind, like when you have your quiet time. There's so much power in saying that prayer, but saying it out loud. So much power in hearing your words, putting names to something. So I'm not talking about just that, but I'm talking about in your life, in your faith, in your relationships. Where can you choose? Where, 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 what, what relationship in your life do you, do you think, man, I, I need some newness here? 
I need, to, I need to recreate how I'm approaching this relationship. I'm telling you that with just your words, you can recreate how a relationship is in your life. It happens all the time. It happens all the time. And maybe, maybe, maybe you don't notice it or, or, or you're not paying attention to it, but it happens all the time. It happens e- as easily as this. I can come home from work, and my wife, Amber, she comes home from work. Maybe I can tell that she's had a bad day, a rough day, a stressful day. And sometimes if I'm feeling a little spicy, I can push that, you know. I can get her riled up. And then I get her riled up, and I'm like, what's your problem? Why are you mad at me? <laughs> Does anybody else do this? Maybe don't raise your hand. <laughs> I don't know why I do it. it, it it's not cool. But sometimes, it's not all the time. It's like once every other day, okay? It's not that bad. (laughs) But there are days where I can see, okay, she's had a rough day. She's had a long day. You know what? Let me me help her out. Let me do a couple of things. Let me ask her how her day was. Let Let me encourage her. And just with me choosing between those two things, those two things I'm gonna say, it can change a whole evening for her, and it changes a whole evening for me as well. That's the power of our words, y'all. There's another verse I want to look at together. I'm going to look in the book of Proverbs, and we're, I, I, rarely, I rarely look at uh, uh, Proverbs, especially on, on, uh, on Sundays, but I think this particular proverb is so, it's so juicy because it helps to, 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 give, to give credence to what we're talking about here with, with the power of our words, the power of your words, so we'll look at Proverbs chapter, uh, I think this is chapter 18, verse 21. The tongue can bring death or life. Those who love to talk will reap the consequences. And that's the good or bad consequences. The power of the tongue, your words. According to this author, now Proverbs is meant to be poetic. But according to the author here, Our words have the power to bring life and death. You ever seen that in a situation in your life? That the words that someone brought to you, the words that someone said to you, completely uplifted you? You ever had a situation like that where someone just had the right thing to say and it just turned your day around, turned your week around, turned your month around? You ever received a compliment out of nowhere from a stranger and it just like changed the way you walked for a month? Anybody? How can words be so powerful? Now the same thing goes for the words that we choose to use that tear down. Maybe, you've had, maybe that's maybe more recent or, or, or more memorable. For some reason we, we remember the worst things that people say to us than Maybe the best things. Not all the time, but sometimes those stick with us. Why do those stick with us so much? I remember this one time. I was in, uh, I think I was in eighth grade. So this was like 10 years ago probably. You guys don't need to do the math. Don't worry about that. I was in eighth grade. And this teacher, she was talking about something similar to this, the power of words, okay? And as an example, y'all, this happened, I was in eighth grade, so it had to have been at least uh, probably 30 years ago, okay? This happened 30 years ago, and it was an example. She wasn't even really telling this to me. Here's what she said. 
She said, can you imagine if we just went around and calling our kids stupid? And then she goes, like, Dominic, what if, uh, what if today, what if every day for the rest of the week I called you stupid? That was an example. She wasn't even calling me stupid. And that is burned in my brain from 30 years ago. And pro- even now and then, I'm like, did, she, did Miss Gray really think I was stupid? Did she really? Miss Gray. I mean, maybe it's not hard to remember your teachers, but that is burned into my brain. I thought, I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine what it would be like if somebody would, was calling me stupid all the time. That's the power of words. That an example from someone I trusted who, who she said she liked me, I don't know. She said I was stupid, though. You know what I mean? And that has stayed, that burned in my brain. That's the power of your words. That's what I want you to be thinking about is what situation in your life, like I said, maybe it's your faith, it's your relationships, that you have the power to change. I wrote a few things down for y'all. Your words have the power to shape the world around you. That's what I've been saying for a while. Your words have the power to shape the world around you. They absolutely do. Where do you need change in your life, and where can you start speaking to that? Now, I'm not talking about just wake up and be positive. Come on. I'm not talking about just being positive. Sometimes that can be insincere or, 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 or disingenuous. If you're just like, well, I'm just going to be positive. I guess I'm a positive person now. You're not, especially if you're saying it like that. You know what I mean? I'm not talking about just choosing to be positive to just put on a fake smile. I'm not even talking about faking it till you make it. I'm saying, where can you intentionally use your words to recreate what's going on in your life? Where does that need to happen for you? You would know that better than me. Where are you looking for a breakthrough in your life, in your relationships, in your faith, at your job? Where do you need something new? Where do you need something to change? Identify it name it, and then say it. And this isn't even a Christian thing. This isn't even a, 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 a that we, we, you know, we own words are powerful. You can just Google why do words have such power or how to create worlds with, uh, with our words or with something similar to that. Just put it in chat GPT. It'll hook you up. But if you look something like that up, not only will you find some scriptures, and you will, you'll find a bunch of psychologytoday.com and all their articles there on the power of our words. How we create our life from what we say. So how hard, how easy can that be for you? How hard will it be for you to say, okay, here's where I need to change? You don't need to change is I have a relationship in my life and, and it's strained right now and there's probably some forgiveness needed on both sides but neither one of us are willing to give. Maybe you have a relationship like that. Like there's probably some things that I have done or said that I'm not super proud of but I was also offended by some of the things they did and said so we've just been calling it even but you're really not calling it even are you? You're just kind of dancing around each other and being polite to each other. What would happen if you said okay if my words can recreate my reality, if, if my words, the words I choose to use, can recreate this relationship, and they can't, I'm telling y'all, they can't, and they will, then what can you intentionally say? What can you say to change your world, to change your day? That's the other thing I want you to write down if you're taking notes. When you use your words to create peace, 
when you use your words to create hope, when you use your words to create love, you are closer to letting God work through you than ever before. Because if we go back to Genesis, the way the story goes is God is creating, literally creating the world that we live in with his words. That's what I want for you. I want you to literally create the reality that you're living in with your words because you can speak peace over a relationship. You can speak hope over your faith. Now, I know that, I mean, I also live in the real world with you, and I know not every day I'm ready to choose to speak the best about a situation. Sometimes the challenging thing is you look around you and like, man, there's, there's nothing positive about this relationship that I'm in. There's nothing positive about this situation I'm in. There's nothing positive about getting this terrible report from the doctor. I was talking to a friend of mine and his wife is coming up on five years cancer-free. And they, in their family, they had another bad report not with her, but it was with her dad, and there was a tough medical report. And he was telling me this. He's telling me this. He, he said that her family was very demoralized. They were very, very discouraged by this. And they said as much when they were talking together. My friend said his wife, it was a, it was a, you know, a family phone call, probably a Zoom, FaceTime, something like that, and he said that she got in front of the camera, and she said, we are not going to speak like that over this. We are going to speak hope. We're going to speak hope into this situation. We're going to position ourselves. Because here's what happens. Here's what happens when you choose to speak hope into a situation. Here's what happens when you choose to speak peace into the relationships in your life. You know what it does? Is it doesn't magically create peace, okay? Not, not, the, way, not the way God did when he was creating waters and they showed up and light and they showed up. That's not how our creation works with our words. You know what it does? When we choose to, to speak peace, when we choose to speak hope, when we choose to speak love, here's what it does. Here's the magic. Here's what really happens is you begin to change. You see? If you're speaking peace, then you'll start to experience peace. The more you speak hope, then you start to experience hope. And the more you speak love into a situation, the more you will begin to experience love in that situation. And I'll tell you this, peace, hope, and love, they look good on you. They look good on you, and they are contagious. Peace, hope, and love, are they will be contagious to the people in your life. And it's hard, it's hard to hold a grudge with somebody that keeps speaking love hope, and peace. You can. I've done it. <laughs> but it's hard. It's hard to hold a grudge with someone who just wants to speak peace and wants peace and wants hope. Now, does that mean in this bad situation, does that mean that you're going to have to make the first move? Absolutely. Absolutely you are. And you're ready for it. I'm going to speak that over you right now. I'm going to use my words to say this is going to be a great week for you in your situations that you got to deal with. You know why? Because you're going to bring peace, hope, and love with you. And you can. Don't you want to? What a great week this would be if all of us said, okay, 
for most of the week. Maybe not every day. We got bad days. But for most of the week, I'm going to say, look, this is going to be a good week. I'm going to speak hope into my week at work. I'm going to speak love into the relationships I have. I'm going to speak peace over these problems I've been having. Not that they go away. But even if they're there, I'm going to speak peace because I'm going to bring peace with me. And you know how I know as an absolute fact that you can bring peace, hope, and love in your language? Because peace, hope, and love are already in you. God has put those in you. God is in you, and God is love. Man, y'all, what a week. What a week we have ahead of us. What about that? What if our, what if our, what if our view, <laughs> just for today, we're going to say no Sunday scaries, None of that shenanigans. We are looking at the week ahead and we say, what a week this is going to be for me. Hard times ahead? Maybe. Peace, hope, and love ahead? Absolutely. Difficult, challenging people? They'll be there. Hard to handle situations? Tough to swallow problems? They're all going to be there. But that doesn't matter because our words are coming along with us. We can step up into that and be a little bit more hopeful. Why? Because we're going to speak hope over it. We can run into a problem and be a little bit more peaceful. Why? Because you are speaking peace into that situation. And maybe if, if this is something you're not used to, kind of, kind of speaking, speaking things over or, 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 or saying these things out loud, you might feel a little bit silly. That's okay. That's the challenge of it. And that's the growth of it. For us to say, yeah, you know what, this is not really my thing, but I, I'm just going to try. I'm just going to say, this is going to be a good week. What a week this is going to be for me. I'm telling you, it's going to be a good week. It's going to be a week of growth in your faith, no matter what, no matter what. That's what I want for you. That's what I want for me. I want to be able to approach my week. I want to be able to approach a problem, approach a relationship and say, okay, my words matter here. Because they do. Your words matter. Every time you interact with yourself, anytime you interact with God, anytime you interact with your faith, anytime you interact with the people around you, your words matter. They matter so, so much. So what if you took just an extra second to be intentional with what you're going to say? What if we said, okay, we're gonna be, I'm going to be intentional with what I'm about to say here. Because I want peace in my life. I want hope in my life. I want love in my life. I want to be somebody whose faith is strong. So I'm going to speak to myself about how strong my faith is. My faith is strong. My faith is getting stronger. Just, just for fun, I want you to repeat after me, okay? My faith is getting stronger. Say it. Say it again. My faith is getting stronger. Okay, see how easy that was? What's powerful about that is you can say that, and maybe in your mind you're like, I don't know if it is. I don't know if that's true. Keep saying it. <laughs> watch what happens. If you consistently say my faith is getting stronger, watch what it changes. Maybe you'll pray more. Maybe you'll trust God more. Maybe you'll talk to people about your faith more. If you keep saying my faith is getting stronger. If you could, I want you to close your eyes for a moment and bow your heads. I want to pray for you this morning. 
this morning, I'm going to pray over you. I'm going to pray over you peace, hope, and love. And then I'm going to challenge you at the end. Here's the challenge that I want for you. With your eyes closed and your heads down, here's the challenge. I'm going to challenge you this week to speak peace, hope, and love over your life, over your problems, over your relationships. Just this week. You don't have to do it for the rest of your life. I just want you to do it for this week. And if, if you think you want to take that challenge, on the count of three, put your hand up, okay? With your, uh, your heads bowed and your eyes closed. If you want to take that challenge with me this week, put your hands up on the count of three. One, two, three. Put your arm real quick and then put it back down. Okay. Let's pray together. God, thank you so much for the opportunity we have. Thank you for the love that you have put in us, the peace that we have, the hope that we can see. God, I pray this week, all of us, that we're able to approach our week, approach our problems, approach our relationships, approach our faith, knowing that our words matter. I pray, God, that you would give us the boldness and the bravery to speak those words over our life, to speak those words over the people in our life. Thank you, God, that our faith is getting stronger. We love you, and we pray that in your name. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Heart Podcast. At The Heart, we like to say you don't have to go to church here to go to church here. That means you are already part of the community just by listening to the message today. If today's message connected with you, we want to invite you to share it with someone who may benefit from it. We would love to be a part of your journey of faith. Please visit us online at www.theheart.church forward slash next to see what your next step may be. And if you live near San Marcos, Texas, we would like to invite you to visit us in person this Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Remember to be bold this week and connect with those around you. It's how your relationships grow and how your faith grows. Mm -hmm.